Welcome to Seeking Alpha's essay for FAs presented by Oppenheimer. There are big investment opportunities beyond our borders. Megatrends is a new podcast from Oppenheimer Funds that explores the trends reshaping the global economy. I'm your host, Manita Huja. Subscribe to Megatrends now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Essays for FAs podcast is a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors and active investors, including retirement planning, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich at Seeking Alpha, and today I thought it fitting to honor President's Day with some investing lessons distilled from the lives of America's most cherished national leaders, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Both men achieved great wealth, despite their humble origins. George Washington stands as one of the wealthiest Americans of all time. According to research published by the Colonial Williamsburg Foundation, the value of Washington's estate upon his death was $780,000. While that comes to $429 million in inflation-adjusted terms, that impressive-seeming sum may greatly understate the first president's wealth, according to economic historians who suggest calculating the president's net worth in terms of the young nation's GDP. According to this calculation, Washington's estate accounted for one-fifth of one percent of America's gross national product, which equates to nearly $26 billion today. How did he achieve such a great fortune? Mainly through real estate. The president owned far more than Mount Vernon, land he came into through his marriage to Martha. At the time of his death, he had land in New York, Pennsylvania, and Maryland to the north of his Virginia holdings, and owned land in the western wilds of Kentucky and the Ohio Valley. The lessons for today's investors? America was and remains the premier investment arena, but in Washington's time, it was more than a center of economic growth, the rule of law, and an industrious people. It was literally a ground floor opportunity. It seems that he gained more from price appreciation than from the income his crops produced, but for those looking at today's ground floor opportunities, it is interesting to note that the Virginia farmer found tobacco to be unprofitable and moved into hemp. And for those inclined to go all in on today's big thing, we should also note that he diversified his agricultural production to the items then in high demand, including wheat, corn, and flax. Abraham Lincoln also lived to be quite wealthy in contemporary terms, though as is well known, he grew up in a log cabin in the undeveloped West, moving from Kentucky to Indiana and then to Illinois. And like Washington, he was mainly self-educated. Lincoln would not make it into a list of billionaires in today's terms as would Washington. And perhaps the reason why is that whereas Washington invested in property, the hottest investment of his time, Lincoln invested in bonds, which is mainly a means of capital preservation rather than accumulation. But it is important to note that according to a study published by the Museum of American Finance, Lincoln's motivation wasn't becoming rich. It was simply patriotism. Of course, he was president during the Civil War, at which time the Union issued a series of bonds to finance the war effort. Lincoln could just as easily have speculated in gold or stocks, but instead invested fully half of his presidential income in U.S. government securities as a reflection of his faith in his country's future at a time of crisis for the young republic. So you could say that the 16th president was a values-based investor. But it would seem to this observer that the key investment for which both are best known and share in common is the human capital they developed, that is, the investment they made in themselves. Washington was keen on reading self-improvement books and also made land surveying his profession. 
The former gained him access to Virginia's elite and led to his marriage to Martha, while the latter gave him a front row seat on the very best investments of his time, maybe the equivalent of a job at Seeking Alpha. Lincoln is almost without parallel as a speaker of the English language. The Gettysburg Address is no less poetic than the sonnets of Shakespeare, whom Lincoln read with gusto. He went far with his oratorical skills, contributed to the history of his country, and invested in his countrymen. For example, through support of the Homestead Act, he facilitated the acquisition of millions of acres of land for nominal cost, thus helping poor people to get a start in life while developing the nation. He also supported educational and vocational training through grants to states for agricultural colleges. Washington and Lincoln took different paths and had different financial profiles, but both left lessons for investors, namely the value of investing in oneself and one's country. Thank you for listening to Essay for FAs presented by Oppenheimer. There are big investment opportunities beyond our borders. Megatrends is a new podcast from Oppenheimer Funds that explores the trends reshaping the global economy. I'm your host, Manita Huja. Subscribe to Megatrends now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.